and welcome to the Self-Love Talks podcast. Today, I'm very, very pleased to have with me Karine, and um, we will have with her a beautiful conversation around self-love and self-worth and self-esteem and how this affects uh, all our area of our life and business. So welcome, Karine. How are you? Thank you. Um, I'm great. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for coming. And um, I'm very good. Today in Barcelona, it's hot. <laughs> it's a beautiful day, <laughs> but um, very, very summer. And you, where are you based now, Karine? I live in New Jersey, which is about 30 minutes from Manhattan, and it is also very hot and very sticky. Pumping <laughs> <laughs> in my house. So, yeah. Great. So, Karine, tell us uh, about yourself, your background, and everything be in between. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, so my name is Karine Versis. Uh, as I mentioned, I live in New Jersey. Um, I'm owner of Hot Fitness Health, which is a women's um, company that promotes, uh, I mean, just take a huge stand for women really having um, balance and um, really tapping into their self-worth and self-love and confidence as it relates to getting in shape and also having hot, healthy romance. Um, so a little bit about me. Uh, let's see, I have been living you know, my family's all pretty much from New Jersey. <laughs> I actually visited my grandmother the other day. Um, I'm not quite sure what you'd like to know, but um, one of the things, totally like side note on this, but my grandmother is a huge gardener. She is such a green thumb. She's from Brazil. Uh, she ends up giving me a tomato plant and I think a deer came and ate half of it the other day. Totally random, but I had to share that because if you have any gardeners that listen, I'm going crazy with this tomato plant. <laughs> it's driving me insane. <laughs> but, um, and these bugs are eating my basil. I'm like, no, <laughs> still working on my gifts. But um, yeah, so uh, let's see a little bit more about me. I started this, um, my journey, like my whole health journey uh, about five, over six years ago because yeah. I personally struggled with uh, low self-confidence and body image issues and food issues. I was a huge binger. You know, I was obsessed with my weights and calories and all of those things like so many other women. Yeah. And um, it just got to the point where I was, you know, competing. Um, I was purging here and there to keep my weight down. And it, it was just insanity. And one day I woke up and I was like, I cannot live like this anymore. Like this is not worth, this isn't worth my happiness. Like I'm over it. Like I don't care if I get fat and, and blow up to a million pounds, like I'm over it. <laughs> and, um, I, in that decision, uh, was the beginning of my body just really healing itself. And, um, at the time I was a personal trainer and uh, I decided to go back to school. I was a personal trainer and I actually did um, private chef work because that's my background. And um, I, at that point, once I started healing my body and I started seeing how my body actually, after the first couple of months, 
the weight just was naturally falling off, even though I wasn't trying anywhere near as hard as I was, I decided to go back to school for um, holistic um, health and to learn more about how the body does work. And I went back for even more schooling in Eastern medicine and how, you know, energy works and how the mind works and all this great stuff. And it kind of just snowballed from there. So it's been, it's been a really amazing journey and it's just been so amazing helping different women um, with not just their bodies, but the core concepts of what really owning your own worth means yeah. and what it can do for your life. And I love that you said that uh, the moment you stop uh, worrying so much about the calories and the fat, uh, uh, you naturally like start losing the fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was so crazy too. Because for the first, well, first off, like I had this thing, I was like, oh my God, if I allow myself to eat whatever, I'm going to become a balloon. And <laughs> <laughs> I did, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, because um, I had competed, my adrenals were so shot out at this point. So, you know, my adrenals were so shot out, my metabolism was so just completely shot. So you know, it did happen. Like I did end up putting on some weight when initially I started eating whatever I wanted because I was way overeating what I was used to. But it was crazy how after just a few months, like I'm not talking a few years, I'm talking like two or three months, my body started balancing itself out again. It, it was just the coolest thing because you really expect it to be years and then you're going to be condemned to like, you know, this, you know, 100, 200, 300 pounds overweight. And I think that's what so many women are scared of is that they're going to end up, um, God, for, you know, if they, if they release the control, it's going to spiral out forever. And it's just not the truth. It doesn't work like that. Our bodies were meant to balance out naturally. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. That. <laughs> and um, what do you think right now, like in your field uh, of uh, coaching in your business, are like the some myth uh, of misconception that there are like in the industry? Myth or misconception? Uh, the fact that carbs, just that I can't even believe we still have diets. Like it's it's mind blowing to me. Mm. Uh, that women, um, women specifically, but just people in general are with all, with all the good, like there's just so much um, proof that the body heals itself naturally. There's so much proof that we do not need, you know, I, I'm not a believer in drugs or anything like that. And although, you know, obviously if I cut my arm off, I'd go to a hospital. So it's not like I'm anti-hospitals. Um, if you take care of your body, and I like to call it preventative care, so that's what all Eastern medicine is about. It's about preventative care. It's about it's about taking care of your body before the problem starts, right? Exactly. So many people take absolutely no care of their body, and then they come down, you know, they get diagnosed with diabetes or cancer or this or that, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, it doesn't work." You know, the Eastern medicine, the herbs, the whatever, the acupuncture, it doesn't work, and. Eastern medicine doesn't work like that. You need to keep up with it prior to anything happening. And um, I just, it, it's just such a shame in my opinion that we even have 
like Western medicine has the finances to promote everywhere when it's just not necessary 95% of the time that if they would spend more time promoting the fact that we have everything right in front of us to help ourselves stay balanced, we wouldn't need to go to these extreme measures. So I know that's kind of like not on the realm of weight loss, but um, even with weight loss, it's like the, the weight loss industry is a billion dollar industry. And so much advertising money is spent in these diet plans. And, you know, you turn on the TV and it's like, buy this meal plan, do this, buy that shape. This is going to make you skinny. When if we could just stop with all that and spend a quarter of that money showing people that, hey, work on the, the reason why you're emotionally eating in the first place, that will give you long lasting results. That just, yeah, that just really gets under my skin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm, I totally agree with you. The, the point, uh, because what I've also myself experienced is that when I've tried the to put myself on a diet, at the end I was miserable and mm -hmm. I was, uh, you know, angry at myself and others. And then as soon as I stopped the diet, I took the, again, the weight and more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I could get into the specifics of that, but the reason why it's because all of these diet plans, in order to get the client's result, they have to drastically uh, like restrict calories. And so what happens is, is that you and other women are jumping on these diets, grossly under eating what you're used to eating, getting the immediate results. But what's happening is your metabolism is slowing down so much that when you do get off it, because it's completely unsustainable, mm. you end up putting on the weight. And what, what causes it, what ends up happening is that it, it gives any, any woman doing this, the illusion that there's something wrong with her. There's something wrong with her body. She has no willpower. She has no self-control. And it's such a load of crap. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't about a, a lack of self-control thing. It's that these dieting companies have grossly given you a lack of calories have get you know they're they're basically making it hey if you just eat our stuff you'll stay skinny when the reality is that they're pumping these foods and these shakes with things to make you feel full that's not real living it's not real life and it's completely un like it's unnecessary so that just really irritates me because it's it's feeding into this lie that our bodies don't know best. It feeds into this lie that there is innately something wrong with us, which I think is something that every person on this planet struggles with, that there's something wrong with them. And one of the things that I work on with women is helping them see that there, no, there's nothing wrong with you and you can trust your body. And part of having self-worth and self-love is if you can't even get reconnected to your body and trust yourself enough to know what you should be eating and how much you should be eating, how are you going to make big life altering decisions when it comes to relationships, jobs, making money that, you know, where should you move to your house? You know what I mean? Like eating is the most baseline thing there is. Yeah. So it, it all ties hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. agree. And the moment uh, you like love your body and no matter what you love your your image it affects mm -hmm. all area of your life your relationship your business right absolutely 
Absolutely. Actually, you know what I want, and I think this is like the age old question is I hear so many, I do see people that aren't necessarily healthy making a lot of money. So I'm not going to say that you need to be fit or be a size four or anything like that in order to make money. Cause I don't think that's true. Um, however, I will say that I personally believe in balance, balance and living a successful life. And to me, having a crap ton of money, but being completely unhealthy or I'm chronically getting sick by the age of 50 or I can't, you know, climb a flight of stairs, that to me is not success. And so it does other things. Um, I was actually watching a video by uh, a woman I absolutely love. She's in the relationship, like love and relationship field. And she was saying that in all other areas, like both with money and um, health, like being skinny, you don't have to love yourself, number one. And you also don't have to, you can basically fake it and still get the results. And that's 100% true because back six years ago when I was competing, I was 100% faking it. I didn't love myself at all. I starved myself. I, you know, worked out like a fiend mm. um, and I got the results, but I couldn't maintain the results, number one, which is what I think so many women struggle with. And number two, I was completely miserable. So no. Do I think that you have to be fit to make money? Not necessarily, <laughs> but do I think you're going to be a happy, healthy, thriving person if you take absolutely no care of yourself, both physically, nutritionally, and emotionally? Absolutely not. I think you're yeah. going to be miserable. So I totally agree with you completely. Yeah. And, uh, I personally see a lot of people making a lot of money but then, uh, you know, feeling completely drained, unhappy, unfulfilled. Uh, um, and in reality, what I've seen is that the more money you make, if you mm -hmm. don't love yourself, you just will, will play with bigger toys. You know what I mean? You will yes. buy your Chanel or whatever, just to close this hole inside of yourself oh my goodness totally agree totally totally agree absolutely i had um yeah i 100 percent agree and it's uh, sorry i had this thought that came to me and then just left me it'll come back <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i don't it'll come back to me it just totally left <laughs> but i agree yeah i 100 agree with you because i do know people like that and well we were talking before we jumped on this about about that how i was going to put up a post specifically on that to work with women um because i've worked with them in the past where they're not having financial issues whatsoever their business is coming very easy to them um or their corporate you know the money just comes in it flows mm -hmm. in but it is showing in different ways it's showing in the fact that they they are not socializing they don't have a you know, a really active social life. They feel extremely uncomfortable when it comes to the opposite sex. Um, instead of they're going to these events and instead of being present in the event and, and feeling thriving, they're instead secretly looking around the room, you know, thinking about how other women look like yeah. it's showing itself. And, you know, it's, it's a shame and it's unnecessary. And that's why it's like you, you, me, everyone <laughs> is going to have to do the work. So it's, it's basically like, which, you know, 
do you want to do it now or <laughs> when do you want to do it <laughs> yeah exactly and uh, i i can totally relate with you because in my case for example money will always come to me quite naturally you know mm -hmm. i've always had uh, money from jobs and things but i was so frustrated and unhappy and not loving myself that i was spending all the money i was yeah. making in you know makeup uh, um, nails uh, hairs uh, clothes and then it was just this five minutes of adrenaline or boost and then again boom you know absolutely absolutely and i can't even begin to tell you how many women i've spoken to who make very good money and that's their number one chronic complaint is that they're like i have nothing to show for it like i'm i'm so in debt i can't save for a house i can't whatever whatever and when we talk about their finances i have done this because again it directly relates back to self-worth um from a salary statement like they should have the money but like you said it's being spent on all of these outside objects to give them that that hit and it's just like a hit of heroin it's just yes just like being on drugs. Um, and whether it's drugs, food, shopping, I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. If you don't go to that thing to give you, you know, and really go to that, that place and say, how can I fill myself up like this without needing this thing? And hell, I had it too. I mean, my most obvious thing was the food. Um, but I had the shopping thing too. I mean, I started working in nightlife when I was 18 years old. I made very, very good money from day 18. <laughs> and I had nothing to show for it because the exact same thing. I just spent it all. I felt like crap. Okay. Let me go buy a pair of thousand dollar shoes. I feel, I feel kind of blah today. I don't like my body. I, you know, put on 20 pounds. Let me go buy a purse because that's going to fit me, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> so, um... How, right now, how do you help your clients? How do you work with them? Yeah, so right now I just have two different options. Um, talk about simplifying. I totally simplified because I really believe, I believe that change um, does not need to take a long time at all. In fact, I have this personal belief that the change actually happens the minute the client decides that, and it happens in a second, it's like that decision, um, that they are absolutely 100% done with their current situation and it's never happening again. Like it's just mm -hmm. not even an option. So I won't even work with anybody until they've made that decision um, because that's not something that happens just because somebody hands over a credit card. That's something that happens when you're listening to something like this and it just, it clicks for you and you're like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so in that space, I have, I always invite, you know, um, said person to come and contact me. Let's have a conversation. Um, and I either work with them in a three month container where we deep dive into getting them the results. So the decision is part one, but then actually, maintaining and keeping that decision with part two. And that's, I mean, your coach, you know, that's kind of where we come into play, where it's going to those deeper places of 
okay, why are you doing what you're doing? You just made the decision, but what, what just happened? What's that trigger that's making you relapse back into your old patterning? So, you know, pinpointing that, removing it, and through a process of energetic work, um, as well as mindset and, you know, emotional fitness, I will help my clients rewire their brains so that they're performing in the way that they desire and not being a victim to their old way of being or mentality or what their mother mother told them or whatever. Um, I'm, I know because we talked earlier, like I'm very much like you with, I do a very good balance between both the masculine and the feminine energy, which is the logistical because I'll always, I, I don't do well with not having a game plan. <laughs> So I need like my tactical pieces. Um, and I know a lot of the women that I work with, like they don't want, you know, <laughs> they're like, I need to know what's going on. So yes. I work very like, you know, um, linear in that sense where we have a game plan. There's a logistical pieces of, you know, making sure you're getting the results that you're getting. You can't just like sit on your couch and meditate and hope it happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but at the same point, if you do not change the core beliefs that you have in your soul as that came either generational or from your family systems or stuff that you picked up along the way, if that has not been changed, if that is not being worked on every single day, um, I don't care how much you're manifesting. I don't care how much actual work you're doing. It's going to be so freaking difficult to get there and it doesn't need to be difficult. That's the beautiful part about it. So that's the one way. And then the other um, way that I work with my clients is in my month to month membership, which I am so freaking obsessed with because it's just a great place for any woman who is serious about making a change um, for her to be a part of. Uh, right now, it's at a super um, you know, cost-effective price you know, made available. And I did this on purpose because I was very clear about the fact that the women I'm calling into this group um, are looking for change. They're looking for change. They're looking for a tribe of women to support them. It's a really amazing community. Um, they're looking for that coaching perspective. Um, some of the women that are in there have either worked with me for months already, and now this is their next step. They don't need mm -hmm. to work with me privately anymore. Um, and for some of the new women joining, like they've never experienced coaching. So for, for them, this is all super new and they, you know, this is their opportunity to kind of like put a toe in and see how amazing coaching is because coaching, I don't know about you, but it is transformed my life. Yeah. And I think that every single person, um, sh should and needs to experience it to get to their next level of greatness. Uh, because it's, when you have a, a great coach, it's just, it transforms you yeah. in such a short period of time. Yeah, we were speaking before how when you find the right coach and uh, that yeah. you know soulmate coach, and I love that you talk about you know working on the soul piece because for me finding my soulmate coach was mm -hmm. like completely transformative of my life. Mm -hmm. And since I started working with the coach like seven years ago. I've never, never stopped. Yep, me too, me too. And it's funny because I have a, my best friend who we've been friends since you're 16 and uh, she always knows I do, do, do this coaching, <laughs> she has the coaching stuff, um, but she knows I have coaching. She's like, why do you spend so much money on it? And I'm like, because it changes your life. And like we were talking about this earlier, if you have to find the right coach, and this is why I, I promote so much about trusting yourself, yeah. because when you don't trust yourself, you're not trusting your choices. And 
you can get swept away in the the nicety of the words and the you know the whatever the fairy tale ending um a soulmate coach just doesn't it just doesn't vibrate like that. Like a good coach will tell you, I think you need to be here. I think you need to do this. It's not about making a sale. It's about getting you the results um, and offering their container if they think it's appropriate and, or suggesting that they work somewhere else if they don't, you know, and that's, um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like you. I love everything you are saying. It resonates uh, deeply with me. Like, uh, because um, yesterday I actually did a, a video about this that the first asset that we have in business in life is trusting ourselves yeah and trusting our intuition because uh, the moment uh, we buy programs coaches whatever from fear or from comparison or from the mind it's when it's not going to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to just share a quick story about this, uh, before I had, um, I mean, I have been very vocal about this. Like recently I went through this myself um, where I had done really well in business the following, like last year. And I walked into this year expecting, I had like we had, we had just talked about this, but I've been sharing it on social media too, because I think this is so important for so many people to know um, I had walked into this year, I had hired somebody, um, expect giving them my power, expecting them to get me my, you know, tripling my rates or not tripling my rates. I'm sorry, tripling um, my income again. Mm -hmm. And it didn't pan out like that because, and to be totally honest, I had, uh, I needed to go in this other direction. So I'm so happy it did work out like that. wasn't happy in the moment, but happy now. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, what happened was, is I realized, um, when it wasn't working well with this coach because I had made the wrong decision, I took ownership of it, number one, um, and had that conversation with that coach. And then number two, I did the really scary thing and realized at that point that I needed to invest in something that I didn't want to invest in. And this is so funny because this is how um, resistance works. I would have spent a crap load more in more business coaching right? <laughs> and it's not what I needed. It is so not what I needed, but I didn't want to spend the money on the thing that I actually needed. Yeah. And, um, because I was like, Oh, it's a waste of money. I should just know how to do it myself. And, um, I ended up putting my ego to the side and contacting a uh, four or five different coaches. I had like four or five different conversations with different coaches in the same genre that were not business related. And, um, I spent some time and I really sat back and I was like, let me, I had made charts and everything because I was very clear at that point that this was my responsibility to change. Um, and I was also crystal clear about the fact that I wasn't available anymore to jump from person to person. So this next person was going to be the person. Yeah. And I, I just want to kind of add that because if you have either been burned um, a lot of times before with coaching or if you're feeling super unsure about what your next move is, like take the time, take the breath. There's nothing wrong with telling the coach, like, listen, I need to, I need to think about this because, you know, and just sharing the story. Any good coach will understand. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So if you're being pressured into a sale, that's like not good coaching. <laughs> exactly. And that's, it's so funny that we are speaking about this because 
we go through a very similar process as we were speaking before. Mm -hmm. And me too, I took some time like, to speak with different coaches and really telling them, look, I've been through this experience that didn't work for me, so now I need time to feel my intuition, feel in my body, feel into my soul, what is the right move. Yeah. And when they tried to pressure me into the immediate sales, it was when I say, no, 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 okay, you know, that's not yeah. the right thing for me. You know what's really funny? While you were talking, I was thinking of this. Um, the, the person I ended up going with was the fifth, fourth or fifth person that I talked to. She was the last person. And I'll be honest with you, when I was on the call with her, I knew. I knew right that second. I didn't have to think about it. Now, I didn't tell her because I still was committed to to me taking my time because yeah. I had jumped too fast hastily before, but I did know. And that's what's so interesting. Um, and again, she was not the more convenient choice. She was not the most more convenient choice by any means. She was not the most more financially convenient choice. <laughs> and um, yet I went with her anyway, because my gut told me to. And I think that's what's where we, we all get. I think so many people can fall into this trap. Um, is that it's like, oh, but this person's cheaper. Oh, but this person's more convenient. Oh, but this person makes more, more logical sense. But your, your whole body, and this is part of trusting yourself and being connected to your body. And this is so much what I teach. It's like, if you aren't connected again, like with something so basic as food, how are you going to be connected to your, your feelings when it comes to something so serious like this? Yeah. So, it's, it's really amazing. That's one of the things I like to like help my clients guide through when I'm speaking to them. Cause it's like, well, well, I need you to make this decision from a felt sense inside of your body before you do anything else. Yeah. I so. love that. And, yeah. um, as you said, it's, uh, in the moment, uh, exactly for me, it was the same. I knew into my body because it was like a mixture of like fear of you know going again and putting the money down oh yes but a big excitement yes 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 oh my goodness it's so funny it was exactly the same way for me too because I was so excited and then she had me put my hand on my heart and close my eyes and it was like paranoid fear going through my whole body and then she walked me through this process that's so funny you say that because it was exactly the same way for me it was a mixture of fear and excitement which and I think that's how you know yes. <laughs> how you know you like hit the nail on the head <laughs> yes yes because uh, that's that resistance again you know exactly and uh, and for me you know the this feeling of uh, re recoup again this excitement was mm -hmm. like wow that's what i need you know feeling this adrenaline and this joy and this excitement mixture to fear because when we do a big uh, leap you know it's yes. sometimes it's scary it's normal yes yes totally oh yeah <laughs> and it always works out too and i think that's the beautiful thing about once you've taken that leap the first time you get to see how it works out and you get to see how it works out in your in your your favor um my favor but you know what I'm saying? Like you get to see that when you, when you jump, you get caught, you know, like there's something to catch you. Yeah. Um, and what I love also is that when you see when certain things don't work out, if you're available and open to keep asking the better question, it does 
you see how it's all happening perfectly for you. And it just, I know it so doesn't feel like that in the moment, but if you keep asking, like, and you keep searching, and if you're absolutely non-negotiable available to have anything less than everything that you desire, yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. And yeah. I think that also what we were saying before, going through these experiences, uh, even if they are, quote unquote, not right, or we see them not like a blessing in, at the mom, in the exact moment. But after we realize that they were there to teach us something and to teach us the better way and use them to make us more wise, more strong and helping other people overcome the same situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so crazy how that works. So it's really amazing. I know everything I've been, I've taught and I've learned on my way. It's like, wow, this is now what I'm teaching it. And I'll ironically get a client then um, a few months later that's coming to me for that problem. So I'm like, it's just, it's so insane how it works. It's so great. I love yeah. what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how do you keep faith uh, during times of difficulty in your business uh, or challenges? Uh, Oh my God, that's such a good question. Okay, so again, I'm going to just go back to this year because I had gotten really, I'll be totally honest, like really cocky. Um, I had finally gotten to the place where I'm like, I have high consistent five-figure months coming in. Um, everything is set. Like the hard part is over. I can just breathe. Um, and because that's how I felt all last year. And then walking into this year and I was like, oh yeah, no problem. I don't have to work on myself anymore. Like I'm done. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Faith. Well, obviously praying. Um, I think, oh God, I hear this all the time and you just kind of like want to like, like strangle the person that's saying it, but it was surrendering. Um, I was actually thinking about this. I was like, what did I have? And what was the, what was the similarities between when I was at the absolute worst of my body and then transforming that story and then also when I felt like I had hit like rock bottom again, like with my business and then transforming that story. Um, and I noticed there was two key similarities. Number one was surrendering, like 100% surrendering. Um, and number two, I stopped having to make it be the way that I thought it was going to be. So to put this in more logical terms, um, with my body, I was absolutely obsessed with competing. I was obsessed with being this particular, I was working with a, a very well-known coach at the time in the industry, in the bodybuilding industry. Mm -hmm. And I was obsessed with being like his prodigy. <laughs> um, and part, so the surrendering part was just saying, you know what, I'm okay with putting on 50 pounds and being happy, like I'm over it. Being miserable and being skinny and worrying about this every second of the other day, like is not worth me wasting my life on. Like I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, so that was a surrendering part. And so that was my rock bottom. But then also releasing how I got there was me contacting him and saying, I need to take care of me. And then it was also um, when I finally did like, I didn't just bounce back. My body didn't just bounce back. It bounced back and I looked better than I had ever looked before. So, but it happened 
in a way that I never expected ever. <laughs> like when I got myself back to the way I wanted to look, I was eating whatever I wanted. I had made complete peace with my food. I was training um, in a way that gave me even more energy instead of zapping all my energy. Like it was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, and the same thing with my business. Like it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? And this is going to sound so totally counterintuitive, but I was like, if I'm not meant to make money from my business anymore, if this is not what I'm meant to be doing, like, so be it. Like, I'm done. I'm not available to put my relationship, my man, my happiness, my sanity, my, my family, like, I'm not available to live like this anymore. Um, I'm not available to not be happy. Yeah. I'm not available to be stressed out like this all day long. So that was the first part was surrendering to that. Um, and the second part was beginning to uh, open up my streams of income and saying, like, I'm complaint sitting here bitching about money, but if I actually opened up all of the possibilities of how I could have abundance, mm -hmm. and when I did that, things not just did it, but actually actively started looking at different ways of bringing income. Do you know those different ways of bringing income? Like I would literally be making phone calls and I would get people asking me what I was doing or what I've been currently doing. And they would basically start turning into clients. Like they'd be like, Oh my God, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. And it was the craziest freaking thing. How all of a sudden I started having people from, in my past reaching out to me to work with me. I started making random conversations with people. I was trying to call for jobs and they were wanting to work with me. Totally random. Wow. So it, it was really amazing because I was so, just to give you a little bit more clarity on that, I was so hard set on like, it has to be private coaching and it has to be my six month program and it has to be this only this one way. And finally I was like, no, <laughs> I just want the money to come in. And when it came in like that, I started getting way more creative ideas as to how I actually wanted to work with people. And as it turned out, um, as I mentioned to you, like I'm not even six months isn't even an option anymore. And I'm condensing because I just don't even think it takes that long. And um, I'm opening it up to just totally different ways. And it's just so much more fun. And yeah. it's just crazy how it's been. So. And it's crazy how we, we buy into the story that it has to be in a certain way, how the industry to tell us to be or all other coaches, uh, mentors are doing and we need to do the same. And that's totally, you know, crap. Yes, 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 yes. And I don't care if you're trying to lose weight or, or calling a guy or, you know, um, make more money or whatever. Uh, I noticed whenever I've been in that situation where it's not working, it's because I was then calling up a coach and being, and like needing their validation for everything. And one of the things that I am so, so, so take a stand for with my clients is whenever they come to me and I can tell it's like starting to get in that, like that needy energy of like needing my validation. I, I put it back on them. If you were the most confident, most gorgeous woman in the world, how would you act? What would you do? <laughs> because it's not about me. This is about you and what might work for me may not work for you. So this isn't my job to give you the answers. It's my job to get you back into that energy so that you can make the best decision for you. And it's totally different. Yeah. And but. also I think uh, for me, what it 
like super important with my coach and what I do with my clients. It's like believing in them 100, 200, 500% and, you know, showing that, mirroring to them how it's possible and how believing in themselves is going to make complete difference in their life. Completely. Completely. It's crazy because I had a few things that um, a coach told me not to do. And when I started working with my soul, my soul coach, um, she helped me to tap back into like what my truth was. And it was interesting because she worded it totally different. Um, for example, I'm just using the Facebook group. I had a Facebook group with a couple hundred women and everyone was like, don't close it down. Don't close it down. But I was miserable in there. I was so unhappy in there. And when I started working with my soul coach, I told her I wanted to shut it down. She's like, are you sure you want to do that? But she's like, you know what, just feel into it. You you'll know what to do. Or, or she said some version of that. And, um, I felt into it and I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tag every single woman and then inviting them, giving them the opportunity and then closing it down. And she's like, well, that seems like a lot of time, but if you want to do that, then do it. I ended up doing it. I opened up a new group and my new group is freaking kick-ass. Yeah. So it wasn't what anyone thought I should do, but I, I felt into it and it just, it just needed to be done. <laughs> so it's crazy how like people, other people do not have your answer. So what a coach's job is to do is to help you get reconnected to what your answer should be. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it, girl. We're on the same page. <laughs> and uh, what would you say is the best advice uh, you have received uh, in the past uh, five years in your business? Best advice. Hmm. About around business or? Yeah. Let's see. I don't know if it's necessarily the best advice, but I think one of the things that I've most respected um, was the way this coach, the, uh, the one I'm currently working with, the way she words things, which I have taken away, I think, the most. Actually, no, two things. My very first coach did something. Um, she was very uh, into energy. We worked for years specifically on removing blocks from an energetic standpoint, setting up your business from an energetic standpoint. And one of the things that she did that I so appreciated was she was extremely, um, she had her container and we had a beginning, a middle and an end for a session. And she always did a proper closing. Um, and that type of security, I think, is so important for I think every person who does coaching because if we are coaching I think it's just very important for every single person it's it's coming to that proper beginning middle and an end so you're not just leaving your client like wait we're finished what <laughs> um and so that's one of the things that I've I've loved to implement with my coaching is being very clear about the container and the time of our session um and making sure that we come to a proper closing where at the end of it, they're very clear about what they got. I'm very clear about what they received and um, they know what they need to do for our next session so that they're getting the most amount of time. So that was one thing. Um, the other thing that I've really appreciated that I've learned is just not to respond ever from like when you're in a triggered space. So always tap tapping back in. Um, and feeling into 
like, let's say a, a, a client can't make a payment or a client um, is saying they can't afford you or something like that, anything like that, like really tapping into how you're feeling about it. What would be the best route to go around it? Um, because if you're making that, if you're responding from a place of trigger, it's never going to come out off the right way. And you might not even be saying what you want to be saying. So just taking a breath and saying, what feels good? What honors me? Because I feel like so many coaches will then um, will either bend over backwards trying to accommodate this person when that's not necessarily in their best service or the other way around where they're just kind of an asshole about it, right? So, which isn't honoring your client or being respectful to them. So. I think one of the biggest things that I've taken away is that you can be both respectful and honor yourself and also be respectful and honor your client. And it can happen all at the exact same time. Yeah. And that to me has been the most amazing thing to watch as well as now to implement in my own coaching business. Beautiful. Yeah. And what would you tell like uh, to a former version of you that wanted to start the business and um, do her, like the, the, the soul work uh, that she loves to do and she didn't, she didn't believe yet in herself. Simple, the, oh my goodness, in one sentence, um, the overcomplication is your way of resisting. Simplify the crap out of it. Open up an Instagram page. Open up a personal page. <laughs> um, maybe have one page for a website and just start making offers. All of this, all of this stuff that you need is just overcomplication, and it's just another form of resistance. And um, if you start small, start get your hands on as many people as you can to coach for free, coach for $50, coach for whatever, um, build your repertoire of testimonials and your repertoire of uh, confidence that you can look back on and be like, oh my God, look at these pages of testimonials I've received from people that I've helped. So that whenever you're doubting yourself, you can just look back and say, wow, look what I've done. Yeah. Um, because you don't need any of this showy stuff. You need to know that you're good at your job and you need to be, I mean, we are coaching because we want to be of service. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I, I was that person who overcomplicated everything because I need to have all this showy stuff and it's just so unnecessary. Yeah. 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 I'm all about, uh, keep it simple. And, uh, that's what I do with my clients, uh, as a business coach mentor, I really help them simplify and go to the essence of things mm -hmm. and actually selling, you know, the things, because I feel that this overcomplication, like the funnel, the website, and it's just ways that are we are creating and making in our way in our you know mind to not actually go out there and sell and change lives agreed 100% agreed agreed oh and sell every day i don't um that's one thing i had a lot of fear around and it's funny because i was i was reading a post earlier before we jumped on of a past client of mine and she's a business coach and she was like for those of you who aren't selling every day what's your hang up around it and i was reading it and i was like that girl i know she sells every single day mm -hmm. and she made a half a million last year when we were working together so i'm sure she's on track for a million this year and she's got no shame 
that girl yeah. sells like it's <laughs> nobody's business. So it was, um, it was, it was interesting reading our post this morning. Cause I was like, yeah, that's, that's so spot on. I don't know why so many, including myself, like it was a nice reminder for myself to read as well. Um, because not everyone's seeing your posts, number one, number two, not everyone's reading the whole thing. Exactly. And I think that's what so many co new coaches especially need to get over. It's like, get over yourself. Like <laughs> nobody is sitting there reading every single thing, watching every single video. And it's like you, oh, oh, last, last thing I'm going to say this. I, I had a huge aha moment the other day. Um, I was reading, watching Sa Shanda Sumter, absolutely love her. She's my girl. Um, and she was saying how, you know, in the beginning part, business is all about you, right? It's all about you. It's about where you're getting the next client, how you're making your money, yada, yada. But once you start doing well, it's not about you anymore. It's about your mission. Like what yeah. do you actually believe in? And I sat, I listened to the video and I sat down and I actually wrote down like three, four things that like I hardcore, hardcore believe in. And it really like wakes me up because I'm like, you know what? The reality is you can make money from anything, 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 anything. And it was really some time for me to sit down and get like serious. Like I could make a crap ton from doing anything. So why am I so committed to this business? Like, why do I believe in this so much? And when I did that, um, that's what really started shifting my tides because I was like, this isn't about me making money. I could go do make a crap ton more doing something else and probably come in even faster. This is about me having a believing that women deserve to have it all. This is about me believing that every woman deserves to be the weight that she wants to be, love her body and feel confident in her relationships and actually feel heard and respected and adored. That's what this is about. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a real eye opener for me. So if any woman is struggling with sales, then you haven't really gotten connected to your why. Um, because this isn't about selling. This is about sharing your vision. Yeah. And serving, you know? Yeah. Because, uh, um, as you said, I really love to work with uh, impact-driven entrepreneurs, coaches, uh, consultants. Because uh, when you when you make your business about the impact you want to create in the world in the in the life of your clients it just completely change the perspective it's not more it's not about you making the money it's mm -hmm. about uh, how many lives uh, you can change and impact with your work with your vision with your videos posts or whatever totally 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 yep <laughs> And uh, last two questions for you. What is a good book uh, you can um, like tell us, you can really love uh, to advise to our listeners? Oh, oh my God, there's so many. Uh, it depends what, you're what genre. What are we looking for? In business? In your, well, in your field, more related to what you do. Yeah, hmm. let me think. Hold on, hold on. You know what's interesting? I actually don't listen. Um, one of the first, well, if you struggle with emotional eating and binging, one of the first books that I read was by Janine Roth, When Food is Love. Mm. Um, that was one of the first places that I started. Um, if you're looking to get a little more connected to your sexuality, I would suggest uh, Pussy by uh, Mama Gina. Mm. And... Um, Let's see what else. If you're looking, see, I've read a lot of 
business books. It's so funny because I actually read more podcasts for um, body related things. Um, but podcasts, yeah. Why not? Yeah. So let's see. I love who do I love. Uh, this is binging and, and um, Brittany Brown does a lot with binge binge eating. Mm. Um, I, think, I do love the way that she just she says things. Um, her name, yeah, binge. Um, oh, what's her name? It, it's binge eating. It's Brittany Brown. If you look that up, you can find her. Okay. Um, I think she's really awesome. Also, Brittany Watkins, I think, is so cool. She um, does a lot with tapping. Mm. So I think they're great with all the whole binge eating thing. Um, and with confidence, again, I just I do a lot of research. So <laughs> didn't feel like schooling for that. But I would think I'd start there for all, all the eating. Yeah. Great. And actually, totally side note, which is not related to body confidence or eating or anything like that. Um, it's uh, Grit. It's the book Grit by mm. Angela Duckworth. And that I've just thought has been amazing to get me all revved up in the morning for business. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thanks. You're welcome. And uh, where my listeners can find you on social media, your website. Yeah. Uh, okay, so if you would love to come join my private Facebook group, uh, you can go to Hot H A U T E Fitness Club. Mm-hmm. So that's on Facebook. Um, or feel free to follow my page, which is Hot H A U T E Fitness Health. Um, but the group is really awesome. I totally recommend coming in there. Um, I'm always doing like a million and one videos, and I'm really active. We have a great like member community in there. Um, if you'd like to, if you're more of an Instagram girl, feel free to jump on over to hot again, H A U T E, um, dot fitness dot health. Um, I'm always doing, I'm like obsessed with IGTV right now. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I'm on Instagram and, uh, if you'd like to talk to me or schedule a call or just learn a little bit more about my services, um, come jump. My website is hot H A U T E fitness health.com. So yeah. I would love to, um, if anyone like to have a conversation, feel free to reach out um, or Facebook message me. I'm like Facebook obsessed. So. <laughs> I'm always on there. Me too, me too. Yeah. Perfect. So thank you very much. It was uh, an amazing conversation. Thank, thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much for your time, for all your insights uh, and wisdom. And um, if you have any question, reach out to Karen or to me, and uh, we will be happy to reply to you and help you. Totally, definitely. Thank you again so much. Perfect. Thank you. Bye. Bye.